Good afternoon, everybody. Uh, thank you for joining us for episode 38 of Cage Side Convos. My name is Rick Huntsman. And this is Quince. It's good. And we're coming to you guys live from American Top Team here in Watertown. Um, so this week, uh, we're going to talk a, lot, a little bit about um, being resilient and what the difference between uh, being resilient and being stubborn is um, and how kind of often one can lead to the other and then back to the other, you know, how it ends sure. up being kind of a, a cyclical uh, relationship. Right, right. You know, and I, I, I like this topic uh, because I think on the surface, resiliency and stubbornness almost seem like the same thing. Um, you know, as far as, you know, standing your ground or being of conviction um, and, and uh, you know, knowing what you think you might want out of uh, life or a situation. Uh, so what we're going to do is we're going to start off by breaking down the actual definition. Uh, we'll start with resiliency first. Um, and uh, resiliency is the capacity to, um, uh, to bounce back, um, to work against, uh, what's that called? Restriction. Or, I'm trying to think. It's, it's another R word. I didn't write it down. But uh, uh, when something maybe? will restrain, but... Kind of going against the grain. We'll, we'll keep it like that. Sure, going sure. against the grain. <laughs> Try to improvise um, too soon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's the capacity to bounce back from difficulty, um, and it's uh, it kind of defines uh, toughness in general. Uh, while stubbornness, it says, I'm reading this one directly. Sure. <laughs> uh, stubbornness is uh, determination not to change one's attitude or position on something. So I think. Uh, when breaking it down, um, the obvious differences are, uh, I think, your, your willingness or ability to learn or adapt to a situation um, rather than just kind of stay your own lane. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I think, um, I, I think when they, uh, when you look at someone, you, when you observe someone, I think it's probably a little bit easier to differentiate between resiliency and stubbornness. Um, I think someone who's I think someone who's resilient has kind of a uh, yes and mindset. Mm -hmm. So uh, being more accepting of what's going on around them, you know, like right. okay, this is going on, and this is what I'm going to do in reaction to that. I think someone who's stubborn has more of a no mindset. Right. You all right? These are the facts. No. Well, this is the situation. No. This is the way we're doing it. Kind of the. That's the, the my way or the highway kind of person, right? You know, right. Um, but I think when it comes to ourselves, I think that's where it's easy to kind of uh, what's the word conflate, where you uh, mix the meanings together, confuse the meanings internally, um, because part of being resilient, yes, it's adapting to the situation at hand, but it's still working towards the goal, you know. So. Absolutely. Sometimes, you know, internally when we have a goal, like, okay, this is, this is where I want to go. Mm -hmm. And to a certain extent, to be successful in your goals, like we talked about before, it kind of doesn't matter what happens around you. Right. You know, so um, that's where it gets a little confusing is because to a certain extent to be successful, you have to neglect what's going on. So you have to be a little bit stubborn. But at what point are you resilient? What point are you stubborn? You know? Um, and for me, I think where I settled on making the differentiation when examining myself is, I think resiliency leads to forward progress, mm -hmm. and stubbornness leads to standing still. Yeah, 
very, very uh, stagnant. And yeah. uh, you made a great point as far as goals and goal setting because um, what is the ultimate goal? If your ultimate goal in a conversation is to be right, you know, if you just want to be right and the other person is wrong, so no matter what that person says, they're going to be wrong. Right. Or you're going to find right, something right. wrong with it. And no right. matter what, what you say and what you know as is, is right. Uh, to me, that's what stubbornness is. Sure. You know, yeah. if, if the goal is not for something larger than self, for current understanding, um, that's what stubbornness is. Sure. I think resiliency is the ability to, um, to have a goal or understanding that you are after the, 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 the truer perspective, the truer right. position. Right, right, right. Um, and so uh, that leaves you open to a better understanding. Um, that leaves you open to uh, a little more insight. So even if your purpose is this higher point, and um, that's where you're trying to go. Mm -hmm. I can listen. I can listen to how you get there. Right. You know what I mean? I can learn from that. <laughs> right. And I have the flexibility to be wrong. Right. So you might say something that I didn't think of before. Right. And it changes my perception right. and how I see something. But now I'm still coming back around and pushing through my yeah. wrongness. Right. You know what I mean? Right. In order to still obtain that higher goal or that higher perspective. Sure. Yeah. So it almost it almost ends up being like a, a scientific method, right? Mm -hmm. So um, if we're stubborn, then we try to bend the facts to fit the hypothesis. Mm -hmm. If we're resilient, we adjust our hypothesis to fit the facts, right? So, but if if my goal is, you know, so I I guess it's it's our it's our path, right? A stubborn person has a linear path, whereas mm -hmm. a resilient person has a winding path, right? Okay. When uh, so almost sometimes you know, facts can be obstacles because if, mm -hmm. if we didn't understand something from a certain perspective or if we didn't understand something to be true, now we, we have to change where our path is going. We can still get to that goal, but I think that's the resiliency is the ability to rebound right. from that. Uh, you, like you said, the ability to be wrong. A resilient person has the ability to be wrong and adjust accordingly mm -hmm. because when we're wrong, we just have to make a turn. You know, we, right. can, still, we can still get there, right. but... We, you know, we have to figure out a new way to do it. Whereas a stubborn person would just sit there and keep slamming into that roadblock Absolutely. and say, no, I'm right, I'm right, I'm right, right. and then ultimately never reach that goal, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I, you know, I think a good example is, uh, you know, even our day-to-day -day relationships, uh, maybe with our significant other, you know, when we get into these arguments, um, what, what is, you know, of course, everybody wants to be right in these arguments, and uh, sometimes that's <laughs> their only goal is to be right. Uh, so, you know, what happens? You know, people don't change their position. People don't listen. Uh, uh, people might speak louder and speak over top. You know, and some might even come to, you know, threats or, uh, you know, antagonistic, you know what I mean, abuse. And, um, and ultimately, just like you said, there's no forward progression. There's no true communication there. Uh, and, uh, you know, once again, if I am there for the right the right reason it's yeah. nothing for me to be wrong sure you sure, know sure. trying to obtain uh, obtain that truth that right yeah um and yeah absolutely. you know what it was it was resistance the word was resistance, <laughs> resistance but go, yeah. you know moving through resistance sure, sure. And, and being sure. able to maneuver that i yeah. think that was that other r word and yeah i mean that's the thing though is that is it's very difficult i think sometimes to know uh, again, if we're, are we, are we moving through resistance is, right. is, you know, is our path just, you know, if, right. if we're on the, on the goal towards a purpose, then 
we can withstand a lot and you have to withstand a lot. Mm-hmm. But at a certain point, you know, it's, we're walking through the rain. Yeah. You know, if we're being resilient, we're walking through the rain, we're getting pelted head down and we're still moving forward. Mm-hmm. If we're being stubborn, we're just standing there saying, this rain isn't gonna bother me. Right. You know? Right. But if you're not moving, you're, you know, it's, it's not only are you not progressing, but you're going backwards. Sure. So if you're, if you're stubborn, and if you refuse to move, if you refuse to change, you refuse to bend, right. you're moving backwards. You know, if being resilient, I think, again, for me, it keeps coming back to that notion of, am I making progress? Sure. And like you said, with a conversation, especially with, you know, a significant other, uh, a close friend, and it always seems that uh, the conversations get most heated with those that are closest to us, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but if the, if the goal is, you know, what's the agreed upon goal? Okay, we want to know what the truth is in mm-hmm. this matter that we're discussing, or do I want to be right? Sure. And if, if the goal is I want to be right, then we're both being stubborn, and there's no point in even having the conversation. But the resiliency comes in with saying, okay, we both agree, we want to know what the truth is, we want to gain a better understanding of one another, so I don't care if I'm right or not, because we both have the same shared goal. Mm-hmm. You know, we've, we've talked about that before in, in various different manifestations, but it's interesting to see how observing this through the lens of resiliency, it, it, it comes back, you know, because as long as we're, you know, okay, yes, I can say I'm sorry because that pushes us forward. You know, sure. I become resilient by allowing myself to bend or, you know, or break, but recover, Yeah. you know, and then we recover together and you go together and that's how you forge a connection. That's how you forge community. That's how you build a greater purpose, you right. know? Um, so a lot of the merits to uh, understanding what resiliency actually means and keeping an eye on, uh, okay, well, I'm, I'm just being stubborn right now. I right. need to allow myself to bend a little bit. Right, or, I'm just, or I'm just feeling hurt right now, or maybe yeah. I'm embarrassed, or yeah. whatever it is yeah. that might put yeah. you in, back in that little shell, sure. that protective shell of the ego. But sure. um, I, I think before we uh, move on to that, uh, it's important uh, to understand what which one you're being. Because sometimes yeah. you, might, uh, you might think you're being resistant, but really you're just being stubborn. Yeah, you know what sure, I mean, or, sure. or vice versa. So uh, I, I was thinking a little bit about how to, um, you know, figure out which one I'm uh, uh, taking part in, and I think it all has to do with uh, reassessing the situation. Um, you know, personal assessments, uh, reassessing uh, uh, goals, sure. and reassessing approach. You know, so you know if you're in a position and you've been working for a certain goal for a certain amount of time and you see other things start to fall apart because of it, whether it's home life, whether yeah. it's finances, yeah. whether it's physical health, you know? Are you being resilient because you're continuing on with this goal or are right. you being stubborn, right. you know? Does, this, does the outcome of the goal uh, not give back to the output of what you're yeah. putting out to get to that goal? Yeah. You know, so to me, in my mind, um, what would you say? That's so. Um, that's something. Uh, something that pops to mind with this. Um, I heard uh, Coach Trevor Whitman um, say, "Who uh, uh, Trevor Whitman's world-class coach? He's, I think he's coached some um, 18 or 19 uh, people to world championships, whether it be in boxing or, or MMA." Mm-hmm. Um, and I was listening to what he was talking about uh, a champion mindset, like what it means to be a champion. Right? And one of the things that he said that resonates with me uh, pretty frequently and, and eventually once I get around through it I'll tie back into what sure. you're saying um, is once you get to that goal is nothing changes mm. 
So understanding it in the context of what you're talking about, if things are falling to the wayside, if your relationships are deteriorating, if your home life is deteriorating, if your health is deteriorating, all for the sake of, of getting to that goal. So say, I mean, for a cliche kind of thing, your goal is to be CEO of this big company, mm -hmm. okay? If you think that when you get to that goal, that your life is gonna change, it's not. So once you get there, all you all that's gonna change is the fact that you can say, okay, I did this. You know, I've become a CEO, I've become world champion, I've become a millionaire, right? Mm -hmm. But just because you check that box, everything around you that's in shambles right. isn't going to change. It's not gonna fix, it's not gonna get better just because you got to this goal, right? You know? Um, and I think that's something that's very important to to keep in mind. Mm -hmm. It's just because you check that box doesn't mean things change. So then it becomes a matter of, okay, am I, am I being resilient because this goal means a lot to me mm -hmm. and my life is still going to be great once I get to that goal? Or are you forsaking everything, a very stubborn and a very linear mindset yep. to just get to this goal? Yeah. And, and you know, you hear always the cliche of, of people with money are, are lonely. Lonely. Millionaire, yeah, exactly. Millionaires are, are lonely. You know, Steve Jobs was supposedly miserable when he died, you know, because he had nobody because he was so stubborn and so laser focused on this one goal. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, he got there and nothing changed. Right. You know, um, so I think that's one of the most profound things for, for me lately has been understanding that, okay, whatever, whatever your goal is, it's just a byproduct of living a happy life. Sure. You know? Um, and I think that, uh, maybe that would be what I define as more resiliency. You know, is uh, my goal is a byproduct of what I'm already doing. Um, okay, right. So kind of how like, uh, how I approach uh, martial arts. You know, eventually, eventually I'll be a black belt in jiu-jitsu, eventually I'll be a black belt in the Bangalore Thai system, eventually, mm -hmm. you know, but, those are cool little goals to mark off, but nothing's going to change once I get my black belt. Right. Nothing, you know, I'm, I'm a purple belt in jiu-jitsu right now. Nothing's going to change when I get my brown belt. Yeah. Nothing's going to change when I get my black belt. In 50 years and I get, you know, my coral belt in jiu-jitsu, nothing's going to change, mm -hmm. you know, but, so I can't, you can't be entirely focused on that goal. You have to understand right. it holistically, you know, is the goal is a byproduct of the hard work and, and the life that i built around that. That's, you know, that's exactly what I was going to say. We've talked about this several times about, that goal, obtaining that goal itself doesn't do anything for you, but it's that work, it's every day getting up, yeah, yeah. keeping you, you know, the rest of your life in balance, in tune, uh, keeping your health up, yeah. keeping your money up, keeping your family up, yeah. things like that, yeah. like, and continuing that forward progress right. um, is what helps you to be a better individual yeah. day after day, yeah. better at what you do. Yeah, um, yeah the goal itself is uh, really just a, uh, it's not even an ending point. Yeah, it's certainly not an ending point. Right. Well, yeah, exactly. And, and if, if the goal is the end point, what's what's past that? What are you, right. you, you going to do next? Because that that means that you you have this notion that things are going to change once you hit that goal. Mm -hmm. That's that's the end of the story. Right. My only end of the story goal in my life is to die. That's it. That's it. That's my that is my end goal is to just be dead. So, and that's it, because that's when nothing else changes. I think you'll accomplish that. I, I, <laughs> I've had the utmost <laughs> that's, that's a goal I've never worried about, you know, mm -hmm. but, and again, you know, I can only hope that that coincides with the rest of my goals. It's just a byproduct of a happy life, yeah. you know? And I, I think, you know, we've talked about this before, probably, you know, four or five times in various different conversations as well, is that uh, your goals are your, your trail markers. Mm -hmm. Tell you you're on your way to your purpose. Sure, you know, and uh, my you know my purpose has has been defined to myself for for years of 
enriching other people's lives. Yeah. Um, and we actually talked a little bit about this. We talked before we talked about this. Mm -hmm. uh, that um, you know, my my focus has kind of been shifted to more of a, of a national and global scale lately, and uh, kind of forgetting that I can't do anything about the world. All I can do is is affect my community. Right. You know, so. Um, which I think is, is led me to becoming very stubborn, and I get very frustrated, and I get very angry. Uh, and dealing with the larger Yeah, yeah when I get on Facebook and I see people being assholes to each other, and people being so myopic, you know, people are talking, or having a global discussion, and they're only worried about what's right here. Sure. And, again, that's completely stubborn for me, because now I'm not moving forward. Right. I'm not being resilient. I'm just being, you know, why, the, why won't you people listen? Why won't you people be kind to each other? And, and, but the resiliency comes back to me saying, okay, right, I can only affect what's right here. Mm -hmm. And that's what everybody's trying to do. And everybody is, is looking at the world, you know, from six inches in front of their face right. and trying to apply that to a situation that it, that it doesn't apply to, sure. you know. And then I forget about things like this, right. about having conversations, you know, about, you know, what's going on locally. Yeah. What, how are my friends doing? How's my family doing? What's my backyard look like? You know, and I, and I forget about the impact that I can have yeah. from that point. Right. You know, and then uh, it's it's interesting, man. Because what I it was shit weekend after it was last Monday, I think I shot you the idea for this topic, mm -hmm. and uh, it was only this very morning that I realized how much I needed this conversation. Yeah, you know, to to reshift my focus again. Kind of what I touched on at the beginning. It's a little cyclical because mm -hmm. I was trying to be resilient, and then I got to a point where I was standing still, and I didn't even realize it mm -hmm. until we started talking. Right, and, and even this morning when I was scratching down, you know, the definitions or my own personal breakdown of it, um, it wasn't until then, and so, you know, just like my past started opening up yeah. as far as when I had maybe been a little more stubborn, uh, or times where my resiliency had helped me pull, pull myself out yeah. of the, the, the bullshit, yeah. um, and, and not just the past, but like in, in current you know, yeah. now, like every day, yeah. daily operations, you know, the ongoing conversations I'm having, um, you know, the certain way that I, you know, stru structure my life, am I being stubborn, yeah. am I being resilient? And uh, and like I said, you know, at the very start of this, man, it was, I didn't even know I needed it. Yeah. You know, yeah. I didn't even know I needed it. And, yeah. uh, it, you know, it's, you said something important about the goals, you know, the goal setting itself, uh, and about it being the journey there. Um, and the why goals are important. Um, well, I think goals are important to help us build that structure. And that structure then leads us into the behavior. Right. You know what I mean? To help shape that behavior. Um, and that's the goal of the goal, almost. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to learn and move from that behavior. So, you know, there are points and times in life in which you don't necessarily, you might not align with the goal that you had set. Right. Anymore, right, 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 you know, right, right. things change. Yeah. Maybe additions to family, or subtractions, or yeah. uh, you know, changing jobs. Yeah. Um, but now, do you stick with these goals because that's the goal you had, and you're, you know, you want to be resilient, yeah. or so you think. Yes. Or do you reassess the situation and the understanding of why you are a part of something? Yeah. Exactly yeah. like you said. Yeah. Um, yeah. And take a step back and adjust your perception, and then keep moving forward. Which is the true resiliency? Absolutely, um, it's uh, it's interesting to me because um, we talked a while ago about uh, discipline and very specifically emotional discipline, and I think 
that goals, as, as much as we would love to say we're very calculated and, and very logical when we set a goal, I think that our goals always have an emotional cue to them. I think when we set a goal, I think there's some emotion to it. Mm. I think there's some motivation to it, you know, and, and we talked about the difference between motivation and discipline, you know, mm. and it's easy when, when, you're, when you're very wound up, when you're very excited about something, when you're very emotional about something, you set a goal for yourself, right? And goals, we have short-term short -term goals, right, which could be, what's my goal for this minute, or this hour, or this day, or this week, or this month, you know, right. short-term term, term, Short toy goals. Resistance. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, we'll, we'll be resilient. And I'll eventually say short term correctly. But, uh, but then we, you know we have we have long term goals and we have lifelong goals, right? And if we if we set a lifelong goal, you know what's the, the last box I want to check before I die? You know if that that's a lifelong goal. If you set that when you're emotionally charged, mm -hmm. you have to understand that. Your emotions will change and your feelings will change. And if you're, uh, I actually heard, um, uh, I was listening to uh, John Danaher give an interview. And um, for those of you who don't know, John Danaher is a very prominent name in the jiu-jitsu scene. He's uh, trained a lot of world champion guys and stuff. Um, but uh, something he said was that, uh, and I found it fascinating. Actually, I think I sent it to you. Um, he talked about uh, if you change, if you change one thing every day, right? And if you have something from each day that you carry to the next day, it doesn't have to be the same thing every day, but you know, so Monday, this is what happened, I carried this into Tuesday, Tuesday I carried this into Wednesday. So, so each day you're building, you're building, you're building, you're growing. He said that uh, effectively you could change yourself every five years. You could completely reinvent yourself every, you know, every five years or so. Um, that being said, I found that fascinating because that's uh, uh, a little bit more analytical look at something that you and I talk about all the time, the sure. constant growth and stuff, and I, I've never really examined it in the term of reinventing ourselves, but if we do that, if we're doing all the stuff that you and I talk about, if we're making these changes every day, if we're progressing every day, we're changing and we're evolving constantly, 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 right. and as such, our emotions change, our emotional climate changes, our feeling changes, right, our aura changes, however you, you know, you understand that. Mm -hmm. So, your lifelong goal, inevitably, could change every five to 10 to 15 years or whatever. Sure. You know, it, it could change all the time until you die because to a certain level, it's emotionally charged. Mm -hmm. The resiliency comes in from understanding, okay, well, if that goal doesn't suit me anymore, yes. like that was a noble goal for 20 year old me, mm -hmm. but 30 year old me, maybe that's not who I am. Maybe that's not how I feel anymore. And like you said, are you stubborn? And you say, well, I said I was gonna do this, so I'm gonna do it regardless of the cause. Or do you say, okay, well, I have to check my ego. Yeah. I have to set that down and understand what's going to be best for me, for my family, for my community, you know, lifelong. 100%. 100%. Uh, you know, and it sounds very similar to the conversation we just had about, um, you know, some of the differences between passion and purpose. Sure. You know, sure. that passion being very, very emotionally charged yeah. and being a place in which sometimes, oftentimes, one starts from and gets yeah. that initial jump. Yeah. And sometimes you do got to be stubborn, a little hard-headed, um, you know, in your pursuit, you know, until eventually, you know, you'll learn what you need to learn along the way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, um, but that brings you into a, a grander, a bigger understanding of maybe purpose or maybe sure. what resiliency actually means. Sure. Um, you know, and so there's that also uh, the needed uh, uh, assessment of approach to what you're doing. 
You know, right. what you go through your, your goal assessment, you go through your approach assessment, and that, again, you're dealing with uh, the ego. Yep. You know, this, this ego, oftentimes, it, it, could, it could help us out in situations, but oftentimes we find it gets in our way, kind of yeah. boxes us into sure. who we think we are sure. Uh, sure. in our just current understandings. But or who we think we, we have to be. Or have to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, good sure. point, good point. But, you know, um, going toward a goal that you haven't accomplished yet and you're, you're thinking about your approach to it and have you really been giving your all? Yes. Like you said, do we really do the things that we sit here and talk about yeah. You know, yeah. every couple yeah. weeks? Yeah. You yeah. know, sometimes no, you know, being honest, sometimes no, other times, you know, uh, certainly. Um, but it's about being honest with, your, with yourself and yeah. being honest with that approach because, you know, if the goal is true, if the aim is true, um, there's nothing to adapting your technique, your routine, your approach, you know, and re-implementing yourself toward this goal. Yeah, I like, I like that. I like uh, approach assessment. Approach assessment, yeah. yeah. Um, let's see, so just kind of a, a metaphor off of that, your approach. So say you're doing, because um, you used to do, uh, you used to do like long jump and stuff like that in track, right? High right. jump, yeah. High, high jump. High jump, yeah. So. One of these days, I'll get it right. We've been friends for like five years, and I still, every time I try to pull up something from the past, I'm like, "Yeah, this." You're like, "No, that was wrong." I'm like, "Yeah, okay, yeah." I swear to God, I listen when we talk. Um, but uh, so, when you're doing high jump, how important was your approach to the jump? Oh, it, everything. Yeah, everything was yeah. all in the approach. All, yeah, exactly. It's almost more important than actual the actual jump itself, because that sets every that sets everything up. Sure, because the angle. And the way, the, the angle in which you come in is what is going to torque your body over. Right. Over the top. You know, the way in which you put your, your last foot down, the angle right. in which you right. put your right. last foot down is what's right. going to twist you in the air. Right. So, you know, physics takes over sure. at that point. So, sure. you know, sure, you, you practice your, you know, you, you get your jump rope on, you get your squats, you know, practice sure. your strength and things sure. like that. But it's all approach. It's yeah. all technique. Yeah. And naturally... I was able still to do to jump over quite a bit. Yeah. This was that without any training whatsoever. Yeah. Um, but with that training, with that approach yeah. change and yeah. understanding, um, you know, the numbers just skyrocketed. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Yeah. That's great. I think, um, and I mean, it, you know, it ties back into the, the stoic notion that the, the big metaphor uh, from stoicism is um, once you once you let go of the arrow, it doesn't matter. You know, you do all your preparation beforehand. Mm -hmm. You approach correctly. And you do everything right, and then once you let go, once you jump, like you said, physics takes over, it's done. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Something interesting, uh, and, and I, I force myself to do this a lot, and I feel that it's helped me understand my ego and my tendency for my ego to try to chime in in a conversation, especially when I feel challenged. Mm. So uh, my approach to the conversation, I touched on this earlier, but what's the first word out of my mouth when somebody says something to me? And I, and, I, and I analyze that a lot more now. Mm -hmm. And I found in situations where I would define myself as having been stubborn, the first word out of my mouth was no. And if the first word out of my mouth in a conversation is no, mm -hmm. the whole conversation goes to shit because that's a bad approach. Right. But no matter how deplorable I think what that person said was, if I say okay, or if I say yes, or if I say okay, you know, at least at the bare minimum, let me try to understand that. Mm -hmm. Please keep going. What I found is that quells my emotions. 
I can still think the person's an asshole, and a lot of times I do, but it helps the conversation. I've actually managed to learn a lot more, and even people that, like I said, you can walk away from a discussion with someone and think they're a complete piece of shit, but at least understand that, okay, yeah, I definitely think they're a piece of shit. Instead of saying, no, you're just an asshole, and then shutting them down immediately and being stubborn, you can walk away and say, okay, well, my hypothesis was correct, and I have all this data to support it. Mm-hmm. But it's all in the approach. Right. You know? Um, so I, I think that's interesting. And even, you know, every time I go back and try to analyze, you know, who I was in the past, how I've conducted myself, who I am now, where I see myself going, mm-hmm. more and more and more it becomes necessary in my mind to, to say, okay first right. and and wait and listen and intake and it, it quells my emotions and it helps me remember that i'm not i'm not right right and i like i want to know what's right I, I enjoy being right it's a good feeling i think you get an endorphin hit every time that you're correct sure but i like to actually be right instead of just thinking i'm right instead of just saying i'm right right you know and if if the data comes back and i need to change how i feel or how i view the world so be it, but I can be right next time. Right. You know, or I can be closer to being right next time. And, and I think that um, speaks a lot on your relationship with your own personal ego. Sure. You know, because sure. I think it's that ego that needs to be right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But your understanding that you want to, you want the ultimate right. Sure. You know, the, that sure. ultimate truth. Yeah. Um, and, so, you know, certainly being a, being a musician, uh, being a rapper, I, I think ego is very much uh, right in your face, yeah. right in your face, sure. and sure. and even besides, you know, having other artists um, in which you might seem like it might seem like you're in competition with, uh, I've had ego uh, uh, situations with my own ego just as far as um, my understanding of pop culture, or pop music, yeah. or shit that gets played on the radio. Yeah, I think for a long time I was like, you know, I don't really fuck with. You know what gets played on the radio. I don't listen to it. They, I don't. I never hear anything that I listen to yeah. on it. Or I never. You know my music's not being played on the radio. Yeah. So like, yeah. it's me. I'm like, I don't. I don't like the radio. I don't yeah. like what they yeah. do. And I and I find all these reasons to uh, justify that. Yeah. Um, you know until I you know took a step outside of myself and say, well, or ask myself those questions. Well. Uh, I'm comfortable in what I do, right? I've got an audience that I might speak to, but how do songs get on the radio? Why do they get to play? Why do they get that sort of attention? Yeah. To understand more. Um, and once I did, and without having to sacrifice what I do, yeah. now I change my, I can change my approach. Yeah. I can learn to speak to different, you know, people that might like different genres, right. or, you know, or, or a certain kind of content. I can still speak my truth within any circumstance and you know and once I understood that radio was not the enemy yeah it was me I was my own worst enemy yeah because I just had a very very narrow outlook on it you know what I mean so and and that was all how that uh, that um, so for me you know I I think we always you know try to translate stuff in the language that we understand it better the way I translate that story for me is you went from saying no, like fuck all these guys. They're, exactly. you know, their shit's whack. They're not playing my stuff. To saying, to stop and you said, okay. You said, okay, this is the truth. This yeah. is a fact. This is what's going on. Yes, this is happening. And what can I learn from it? And what can I do? And how can I change it? 
and how can I be resilient in this situation? Um, and it sounds like, I mean, ultimately you found a little bit of peace with it and then you found productive steps that you could move forward. Stubborn, Absolutely. you were standing still. Your shit wasn't getting played on the radio when you were being stubborn. Right. You know, maybe your shit's not getting played on the radio right now, but right. you have more of a chance of that happening if you're moving forward, yeah. if you're branching out, if you're allowing yourself to grow. Yeah, you know? And, and you know, and that stubbornness and that ego, like I said, kept justifying it. We yeah. say, yeah, it's not my fault. It's yeah. their fault. Yeah. You know, they don't know what's good for them. Yes. Um, but, Which but, is probably true. But, I mean, yeah, <laughs> as it turns out. Uh, but, but, you know, and it doesn't mean that everything that I write or create has to be for the radio. Right. But I, I can still do whatever I want with my own yeah. understanding. Yeah. Um, but now all these walls, all these, you know, the walls to these boxes of the ego yeah. start dropping a little bit. Um, and I mean, it, not for nothing, man. I, shit like that is cool. Yeah, you know, like uh, absolutely. Uh, we recorded that song, uh, Funk Mondays. Funk Mondays. You know, and that like uh, hated it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you only hated the radio edit of it. <laughs> but uh, I mean, it was you know a super fun song to play. It was right. you know we re recorded it with you know when the OCL live kind of experiment was still very young, mm -hmm. and uh, it was cool as shit to hear that on the radio. Man. Absolutely, it was cool as shit. Absolutely, it was a great. Oh, you know, sorry. Yeah, well, yeah, but I mean, it doesn't mean it necessarily has to be. Just everything panders for the radio, and you're just trying to get fame and stuff. Right. But man, I don't give a shit who you are. Seeing that or hearing that stuff on the radio is cool. You know, seeing seeing what you do on TV is cool. Seeing it put on a national scale is right. cool, man. Right. Um, you know, even for me, like I'll, I'll go back and uh, um, the last fight I had was uh, um, televised. Well, not televised, but it was on a. Uh, streaming service online mm -hmm. you know and it was like really well done and there were announcers like analyzing the fight and stuff as mm -hmm. we were going and shit, I mean, shit like that's cool man it is. you know and and just to see yourself in some way or shape like kind of on a bigger stage on something that's bigger than yourself you know it, it's cool so having goals like that is not you know you don't necessarily have to pander your whole life but once in a while shit like that's cool to do with your life for sure you know? so for sure and it just adds to your repertoire adds yeah, to your resume yeah, who yeah. doesn't want to reach more people. Uh, who doesn't want to reach more people in a way in which they are still true to themselves? Right. You know what I mean? Because right. yeah, uh, certainly, I, I think that's where the term selling out comes from. Sure. You know, sure. is uh, 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 trying to capture that audience at the expense of self yes. or belief. Yes, yes. Um, and, you know, and that's where it gets kind of skewed. And I think that was probably always my understanding of what pop culture was or radio. Yeah. It was like, yeah. oh, everyone here has sold out. Right. No, maybe not. Maybe right. not everyone. You know, right. maybe certainly there are going to be individuals in which think they have the shit down to a science yeah. and get that sort of play or might pay money to get that sort of yeah. recognition. But there are a large majority and growing number of majority of people that uh, learn that, hey, what do I have to do to get my voice yeah. to reach? The masses. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But, uh, and again, it's, a, you know, it, sometimes the goals can just be a byproduct of a happy life. You know, or, or sometimes, you know, people have a bucket list and sometimes it's just cool to do shit to say that you did shit. Exactly. You know, and then you, you know, you don't have to make that who you are. It doesn't have to be the focus of your life. But, right. you know, sometimes it's nice to just do cool shit. Who we got? Alex Slurry, always mm -hmm. ready to Bro. play music. No, Alex, we're not going backwards, man. It's because everybody's being stubborn. If you tuned in earlier in the conversation, we would have covered that. Uh, he said, um, 
he said he's uh, so ready to play music. Yeah. Uh, he's ready to get out there. And I mean, Alex, man, if, if anybody loves being out in the crowd, it's Alex Slade yeah, sure, for sure. sure. Uh, he said, unfortunately, <laughs> it looks like we're looks like we're going backwards. And, um, I mean, there's only only so much you know so much we can do. I mean. Yeah. Listen to the CDC, wear your mask, wash your hands, and just hope for the best. You know, and that and that'll be up to us. You know, whether or not we go backwards. You know, that's up to us. All we can do is um, utilize the information they give us yeah. and to the best of our abilities. And that, once again, is going to define whether we're being stubborn yeah. or being resilient. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, like we were saying before. You know, if if uh, you're not wearing a mask simply because someone is telling you to wear a mask. Yeah. Um, you're not being resilient. That's not tough. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. That's it's just stubbornness. Yeah. You know. Um, so so to really, I don't know. I don't want to say you know you have to abide by all the rules just right, as right, rules right, go. Right. But like, there's a certain level of understanding. Um, you know, why why are we going through the steps that we are? Sure, sure. Why it might seem like we're taking steps back yeah. in time. And yeah. there's certain uh, self accountability that we all need for ourselves and others yeah. as well. And um, I mean, you know, it's it, one of the things we talked about in being resilient was was accepting the facts that are presented to you. Mm -hmm. And what's what's crazy, and I and I get it. You know, I understand why people are pissed off and why why people are being stubborn about stuff right now because it's so hard to find a consistent feed of facts. Right. And I mean, ultimately, you know, if if wearing a mask might help honestly man i'm fucking game for it right now you know going to a store you go into a place like right now we're definitely sitting six feet apart so we don't have to worry about right. it uh but you know stuff like that if, if you're around a bunch of people and it's what you have you know if, if it might help cool if that can, you know if that's being resilient cool but it's and it's hard right now because we've been you know like we talked about before everybody up here has been being super resilient for since March, right? You know, it's getting four months. Everybody's been resilient and been thinking that we're moving forward, and then all right. of a sudden, now shit's happening, and it feels like we're going backwards. Well, sure. you know, it feels like we've been spinning our wheels. It's hard not to get stubborn and just say, you know, obviously this shit's not working. Fuck you, I'm not going to do it. Right. You know, and so I. But I think as much as anything, man, it's it's a blessing for us to be able to have this time to evaluate ourselves and, and you know use it as an opportunity to figure our shit out. Right. Home. I mean, just many, be be resilient. Accept the facts and try sure, to keep moving forward. Sure. You know? Oh, this has been a constant reassessment, over and over, every couple of weeks. And then, yeah. um, you know, as you uh, you know, as you stay in the news and you see what happens elsewhere, and you see where that early uh, uh, resiliency yeah. within the community or within the state itself um, was advantageous to us. You know what I mean? It, it's it's easy to see, and it kind of lights a low. But now, as things start to open up more, of course, uh, it's going to be something we continue to deal with moving forward. Yeah. Now, how do we? Of course, everybody's sick of it. But how do you adapt? How do you reassess yeah. once again, yet again? Yeah. Um, and it is difficult when the the information that we get um, um, from people of you know the higher sources yeah. isn't yeah. consistent. Yeah. You know, and and that shit gets frustrating. <laughs> Because uh, you don't really know where to turn, but that's yeah. uh, what do you do? You know, do you do you, do you look to learn and understand, uh, or do you just push and fight against it? Yeah. Put cross your arms. Yeah. You know what I mean. So, um, in assessing, you know, uh, on an individual level, and then moving out on yeah. a community level, business level, all these other things, uh, 
that is going to lead us to whether we move forward or move backwards yeah. in the whole situation. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, we got here from Alex. I'm telling everyone, just put the damn mask on. I need concerts back on. <laughs> right? <laughs> All right, yeah, too, man. man. I feel that. Too. I feel that. So if you guys aren't going to do it for anyone else, do it for Alex Slurry so you can go out, <laughs> go out and see a band sometime this summer. <laughs> I think um, I, uh, an interesting challenge, I don't do this much, but a challenge I, I'd like to leave the audience with is uh, try, try the approach assessment. Is the first word out of your mouth, is it yes or is it no? And how do you feel after that fact? How does your approach affect the conversation and affect whether you feel like you're being resilient or you're being stubborn? Mm. Um, and I'd be super, super curious to know how that works out for, for everybody. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Absolutely. I'll keep that in mind. Um, I want to thank you <laughs> no, guys. No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll give it a try. I'll yeah, I guess. Yeah, sure. Um, but uh, thank you guys for tuning in once again. Um, we'll be back in another what? Probably, probably another couple weeks. Couple weeks, yeah. yeah keep it just uh, like that. Yeah, it seems like this this has been working working well mm -hmm. for us lately. You know, being we're hammering it every single week. And yeah. Being trying to be resilient, and understand that that wasn't working for us coming out of the pandemic. And, um, you guys are, are always amazing. Um, you know, we appreciate the, the live views, everybody tuning in. Alex always always showing us some comments and engaging. We always appreciate that, brother. Um, if you guys are watching on YouTube, thank you so much. Uh, Hope you enjoy it. We, you know, always have a good conversation, man. And I always sure. feel, uh, always feel new. A little bit later. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. So, all right. Cool. So, take care. Take care of yourselves, and yep. we'll catch up with you next time. Sounds good.